Welcome to Best Friend Simulator, a quality hangout in podcast form with your simulated best friends, Josh and Dennis. So, welcome back to another episode. You know, I think of a uh, best friends. See, I gotta okay. I gotta get this right. Sorry, Josh. I'm gonna do this again. Don't let's not delete it. So it looks like this is like a real work in progress. Okay, welcome back. To, see, now that just sounded too stupid. All right, I'm gonna do it again. I I quit. <laughs> oh, come on, come on. This is only episode two or three. This is over. No, don't quit yet. I need you for a little while. Okay, proceed. Until I make it big enough to go out on my own. Oh, I see. I'll just be your stepping stone. I mean, you know, it's a just how things progress in, in the entertainment world. Yeah, you just you use what you have available to you, and then you just go on when that's all spent. I mean... That's fine. It's happened to me before. Wait, who else did this to you? Eddie Vedder. <laughs> you know, you're gonna get new listeners thinking that you know Pearl Jam when we've already established that you do not know anyone in Seattle other than three people. Well, I'm coming clean. I, I do. I did know Eddie Vedder, but I just didn't want to blow my spot, I guess. You know, we have we have history, kind of some bad blood. Because he wouldn't lay sync backups on Evenflow? Yeah. So, welcome and to he, Best Friends. He stole that bit from me where he would... <laughs> wait, I want to hear this. Hold on. Wait, what bit? Real quick. Welcome wait. to Best Friends Simulator. I'm Dennis. I'm Josh, nope. and Eddie Vedder stole that bit from me where he would uh, climb up on top of the the rafters and then drop down to the crowd. I used to do that. And Eddie came up to me and was like, hey, man, that, that's a cool move. <laughs> There's so much stuff to unpack. Okay, so when did you used to do that? You know, back in the 90s. When we were in a band together? Yeah. Okay, then that, that never happened. And then let's hear Eddie Vedder's impression again. I lost it. Thank God. So, I think there's a problem here. Is this episode three or episode two? This is episode two. Last episode was episode one, and the one before it is episode zero, because that's kind of like a little, a more rough introduction to us, our antics, and the bullcrap that we're going to spew at these great listeners of ours. Hi, everybody. (laughs) Hi. But then when we put it somewhere and there's a list... This is going to be three, episode two. No. No? We'll just we'll just number them. It's fine. I, I think people can, uh, can figure it out. This is not an uncommon thing. Okay. All right. Look, look. Hey, you're the podcast expert. Well, thank you. So, a couple things from our last episode. I was, I was going to... <laughs> I, was, we were, I was listening back to it, you know, as you do. I'm no... Uh, who are those actors that say they never watch their own stuff? I don't know. But that's not me. Uh, so I listened back to it, and I said I, I was about to talk about how I had a, a reaction listening to the first episode that I never had before, and I ended up never explaining what that was. So I just wanted to finish it. I didn't hate my voice. So, But then I listened to the whole last episode, and I, I wanted to recant that statement anyway. So, um, yeah, I, I, it's pretty terrible. That's fine. I mean, we don't have to like our own voices. You know, 
that was a perfect opportunity for you to you know throw a compliment my way and make me feel a little better but that's okay i love your voice dennis oh i don't know if that's the truth it's hearing your voice is a comforting hug and i mean that shit oh you're gonna make me cry only on episode two or three two that's fine we'll cry i don't want to do that okay then don't yes. be stunted emotionally that's fine look i look i i have cry cried I have cry. I, I have cry. I have cry. Alone to myself. I have cry. Now you're insinuating I'm a robot. I was thinking more an alien there. What is these tears? Aliens have <laughs> terrible grammar. It's it's a fact. It, man. It's it's crazy. Alien grammar's so different than our grammar. <laughs> Is it, wait, is this another, are you going to explain to us about alien grammar? It's different, man. Their brains are different than ours. Dude, seriously. When they they come here, they have a hard time. But they still have arms and legs, thank God. Yeah. Some. Some arms and some legs, or some do and some don't? Some do and some don't. Mm, So now you're saying you believe in aliens, but you said you didn't. I'm going along with the bit. This is a bit? I thought this was a natural phone call that we were having. Come on, you... (laughs) You should know when I'm working on a bit. And as we described in the last episode, we work bits into our normal conversations, too. This is true. This is Don't true. act like this is the first time we've talked. Who are you? Can I ask you a question? What am friend? <laughs> are you going to be a... You can tell it's a ridiculous question because I can't stop laughing. Are you gonna be upset when I finally have a stroke and forget you? Uh, <laughs> that's not the reaction I thought uh, you would have. That's like some specific pinpointed information that you like. You're gonna have a stroke, and that's the thing that's gonna go. Like anything else, or is that'll be? Will that be a part of like a suite of memories that'll be gone? Oh, everything else. Memories and functions. Everything. Everything okay. else is gonna go, but that's just included. Will you just be in like a, a vegetative state? Um, no, no, I'll be able to do shit. Okay, it'll be cool. I'll just come back into your life and just you know be there. What do you mean? Like uh, I'll have to earn earn best friendship again. Yeah, all over. Oh, what would you do to earn my best friendship? Probably buy ice cream. Mm, that would be really good. Do you think that if we just tried to be friends now, that we would be friends? That's such a loaded question, because... Uh-huh, yeah, thank you. I, who we are is so tied up in our relationship, I think. I, 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 don't, I don't think I could step out of our relationship and know who I would be if I wasn't there. Because we've been friends since we were 11. Wow. So much of like our sense of humor and history it is tied in together that I wouldn't be the same person if we weren't friends. So I can't say. Hmm, that was deep. Thank you. Yo, are you high right now? No, I. Jamie's out of town this weekend. I've been alone all weekend, so I've been thinking a lot. <laughs> oh, oh, good. Have you been thinking about me having a stroke? A little bit. Hmm, I don't know how I feel about that. So, we'll find out what else you've been doing alone a little later in the podcast. That's what we call a tease. And l- I was just going to talk now about and it. And later we'll find out that it, it'll materialize into nothing 
Wait, ha- wait, have you been doing something special? So, yeah, I've been at war with ants. <laughs> with like, uh, oh man, if I could remember your ants' names, this would be a really funny joke. <laughs> anyway, go ahead. <laughs> oh man, that would have been good. You really you screwed up, Dennis. Da, uh, um, da, um, do you, uh, no, no, no. I got nothing. Yeah. I got nothing. That's fine. That's it, okay. We'll just Ter- let it slide. Terrible friend. Go ahead. I have been at war with ants. Like I said, uh, our house is completely overrun right now. It's this summer is pretty bad. It's been very rough. We have four cats here. Put the food out. Ants like to get to the food, so we've had to put down the ant moats, which is a shallow dish that I fill with water, and then put the food bowl in that keeps the ants out, but, you know, the cats are slobs, so they drop food on the floor, and there are ants on the floor, like ants on our counters. It's awful, and I've been trying various things. I have this idea, and I'm going to run this past you. Go for it. You, you often listen to what I have to say here. So I was thinking about maybe taking a few days off from work, right? Okay. I'm in. I'm down. I think it's a great idea. Cool. Maybe putting just like a baking sheet on the floor, right? Mm-hmm. And just filling it with sugar and like honey and other sweet stuff and letting a bunch of ants get onto it and then just hitting it with a blowtorch. Or throwing it in the oven. Or throwing it in the oven. I like the idea of the blowtorch a little better. How long do you think I could do that for until I wipe out the ant colony? So here's the possible problem with that as you know i am not an whatever scientist studies bugs entomologist is that what that is yeah okay so i'm not an entomologist but and i'm sorry go ahead go ahead okay so i um wouldn't that bring in extra ants like if you put out that much that would like wouldn't ant okay can ants smell yeah i believe so so, if you had a whole bunch of sugar and honey, wouldn't, like, ants from further away start marching towards the house? Hmm, I hadn't thought about that. What if... Okay, I'll have to... I'll adjust my plan. What if... I'll think this through. All of that sugar in one place makes one of the ants, like, grow really quickly. And then that ant comes with a blowtorch. Uh-huh. Not a blowtorch, just a... No, blowtorch. Blowtorch? What am I thinking? Yeah. Blowtorch? For sure. I thought a blowtorch was like the small thing. No. You want a flamethrower? Flamethrower is what I'm thinking of. Yeah. yeah. Words. Words. Uh, no, but, but the, the actual strategy that I've been using is I went out yesterday and I bought some of that stuff. It's like the ant poison. I think it's like a boric acid mixed with like a sugar solution and it's like a gel and you put them down on these little cardboard squares. Have you ever experienced these? No, but I do know that boric acid took care of our tiny roach problem at a house I lived in before. Oh, okay. Well, I've tried the powdered boric acid, but I'm trying this. And the thing about this that is gives me a weird feeling is that the ants come to it and completely encircle it. So it's just a black ring around these things, and they just eat it until it's gone. And it's supposed to poison them, but I just have been going and staring at them, and I... I about an hour ago, I was just, I have three up on the counter in close proximity to each other, and I was just staring at them with a flashlight. So, I'm going to reveal a personal fact about you. You are indeed a vegan. Yes. Does this not go against some sort of philosophy? It probably does, but... That you people follow. I, I, 
I draw the line when the animals are invading my home and fucking with my shit. What if it was like a deer? Let's let's so let's start simpler. Do you have deer in Washington State? Sure. Okay. In Seattle proper? Yeah, I think so. Okay. So what if one of them broke into your house? Would you fight them? Hmm. That's a good question. I mean, for that, I would probably call animal control. Hmm. That's probably smart. What if the deer had a flamethrower? I, you know, I would probably see the deer and say, oh, shit, and run. Like, out of the house? I want specifics Probably. Take me through it. You come downstairs, you're in your PJs, you're you're in your South Park PJs that you love so, so damn much. It's got a whole bunch of Cartmans all over it. And then you look, and there's a deer in your kitchen. I've never been in your house. I'm assuming the kitchen's on the first floor like every other. Yeah, that's that's reasonable. So then the deer see the deer's like making some food and sees you. Okay, so I I have a few questions here. Is this like an anthropomorphic deer? Is it standing upright? Well, yeah, because um I'm assuming that your kitchen is snug, so it's got to stand upright to really fit. It's it's actually a pretty nice sized kitchen. Well, I've never been. You never invited me. I mean, you haven't been out to visit me since we moved into this house, well, so convenient for you. Yeah. Are you going to fight the- You know, maybe, you know what, maybe I'll, I'll actually just let that deer hang out here, and maybe that deer can be my new best friend. Oh, good. Well, I hope... Because that deer came to visit me. Yeah. Well, I hope that deer knows how to make uh, a witty comments and banter. Hey, listeners, are you guys liking this thing where Dennis and I are, like, mad at each other? Grr. What am friend? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I know what it means. I know what friend is. Okay. <laughs> Uh, so what is, now what are you going to do with these ants? You going to fuck them up? Well, hopefully this will work and it'll kill them. Otherwise, uh, I, I know a fellow out here who has a guy. What does that mean? You know, he's got a guy. You're going to score some drugs so you don't have to think about the ants? No, he's got a guy that came and took care of the ants at his house. Took- but that's the way we've been talking about it back and forth for a little while. Like, he's like, yeah, I got a guy. Like took him out? Yeah. No, he said that the guy was very into killing ants wow like was like really into it which i i think i can get behind that you know like if you're gonna do something do it well live it yeah that's your thing now does he take money or it's just for the simple pleasure of killing ants i'm sh- i'm sure he takes money but that'd be cool if he didn't uh <laughs> yeah josh uh no charge just uh i really appreciate this I just need you to send me pictures of them dying. <laughs> That's fuck- tell me what you think they're thinking. That's some fucked up people out there. Now, is he on drugs? He could be, man. Who knows? In this day and age. Everybody on drugs. Bold statement of the week. So, anyway. So, we were last week we were talking about the uh, beloved Philadelphia Phillies mascot, the Philly Fanatic, who is... In both of our opinions, the best mascot ever. Maybe no, I should have looked into that that story that I was talking about. We'll talk about that at some the backstory. Point, I'm sure. But you were asking me if the what if the the Sixers, who is the Phil, who are the <sighs> words, who are the Philadelphia basketball team, if they had a mascot, and they did for a while, they had Hip Hop, which was a fucking terrifying rabbit. Now, was a man rabbit. It's a man, it's a man rabbit. I'm looking at a picture. It had it had sunglasses and a do rag. Can you drop a link of that in the chat for me? Mm. A link of that. A link to that. Link to that. 
I got a link of that for you. Words. Hey, I'm going to toss a link into the chat. So, now, just real quick, just in case you don't, if you're not from America or have no um, sense of American history, the Philadelphia 76ers, it's a reference to 1776 when we had the first Welcome America concert in Philadelphia in 1776, and ye old Jay-Z was there. Anyway, no, so the the, the 76ers has not, have nothing to do with a goddamn rabbit, but they named it hip-hop, which, you know, let's not get into that. Before hip-hop, the mascot, until 1996, but it doesn't say from when, was called Big Shot, which was just a big blue thing that had orange hair. <laughs> That's it. Kind of suck. Then wearing sunglasses. Uh, yeah, well, he's a big shot. Like, what the fuck? And I guess part of it is, oh, the other sports team in Philadelphia has the greatest mascot ever. We shouldn't even try. So then, uh, this rich dude bought the team, and they had a contest, and the fans were supposed to pick who the mascot was, and the the three, they just drew like cartoons of them and put them on the internet. But it was, oh god, Phil. E. Moose. Get it? Philly Moose. Now, again, 1776, oh, Founding Fathers, Declaration of Independence. Nothing about mooses. B. Franklin Dog. Uh, of course, dog has two Gs. B. Franklin Dog. Now, Philadelphia, everybody fucking just loves Ben Franklin here. So, it's a dog with the name B. Franklin. And he's got a big-ass top hat, too, so that's cool as shit. And then the third is Big Ben, which is just been fucking Ben Franklin. <laughs> so, here's the question I have. Please. If they go with the, the Big Ben option, mm-hmm. will it be, like a, for lack of a better term, like a furry version? Like a, a, a suit? Yeah, yeah, because... Like a cartoony suit? Yeah, because, or will it uh, be a man? No, 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 no. It was going to be a suit because Jim Henson's Creature Shop was going to design it. Oh, okay. Um, I think they're missing a golden opportunity to have mm-hmm. just, like, maybe a guy who's very athletic just wearing old guy gear. So he looks like old, old ass Ben Franklin. Yeah. But he's like Duncan and shit. Yeah, like I, a, I feel like that would be pretty Like a pretty buff cool. Ben Franklin. Yeah. Buff Franklin. Oh, man. Maybe you should have submitted. Mm, maybe I should have tried out. So out of those three, do you know who won? No, I don't. Nobody does. They never announced a winner, and none of them ever materialized. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to Philadelphia. Oh, you want to do one of this? Which one would you rather do? Okay, cool. Fuck you. You'll get Whoever better Whoever wins, we all lose. Yeah. It's like, they got nothing. And this is all across Philly. You got nothing, so it's just like, well, what about Ben Franklin? And... There's like 17 fucking million Ben Franklin. Sorry, I'm cursing so much. But there's 17 goddamn million Ben Franklins across the city pandering for some bullshit. Nobody's got a new idea. Anyway. <sighs> How was the Space Needle? It was good. Well, no, it wasn't good. It was <laughs> kind of a nightmare week. My welder broke. We had, you know, a lot of problems. We're not done. We're, we're going back out probably tomorrow, I think. It was hot too, man. Mm. There's no shade up there. And I got... Okay, so Seattle weather. Let me let me get into this real quick. Oh, go for it. Because weird I, here. I can talk a lot about the weather right now. <laughs> Shoot, <laughs> and I'm sure that's what the listeners are tuning in for. Mm-hmm. Uh, so the one thing I've had to adapt to here is that 
The weather in Seattle is inconsistent. Just over the course of a day, it'll be very, very different, which is, you know, going back to the grunge thing, I understand the whole idea of tying a flannel shirt around your waist, even if you're wearing shorts and stuff, because you need that. Like on a day like today, you leave the house, it's kind of cold. By mid-afternoon, you're hot as hell. So I started rocking that look. Makes sense. So yeah, the other day I was out there and it was cloudy all day. So I didn't think about sunblock or anything. And I was welding and I, you know, I was at a weird angle. And I think the sun had been out for maybe 40 minutes and I didn't realize it. And I got such bad sunburn behind my ear on my neck. Buddy, you got to take care of that. It hurt so bad when I got home that night. Uh, But yeah, otherwise it's cool. You know, it's windy up there. It's an interesting experience. It, you know, it beats the hell out of installing something at some person's house. Do you have to do that too? Occasionally. I mean, when we're a little short staffed. Technically, the Space Needle is everybody's house, right? No. Oh, oh I don't know anything about it. It's a re- Technically, yeah. it's a restaurant. That that's a part of it. Hmm. Have you been? This is my first time actually. I've never come out to visit it. How are the chicken fingers? Um, I I can't speak to that. Hmm. Uh, the the tofurkey sandwiches I've been eating there are delicious. That you've been but bringing those are yourself. Ones that I'm <laughs> what? Packing in. <laughs> well, that's cool. And you got to go back because you didn't finish putting the point up. Yeah. Well, well, we broke it off accidentally. Oh shit! <sighs> you fucking swing it around. So we hope people didn't notice over the weekend. We kind of duct taped it back up, and we're gonna try to go back and fix it tomorrow. That's ridiculous. Don't tell anybody. I won't. But so it's been hot there? Or just It's been warm. It's been warm. What's warm for Seattle? Seattle hot. Uh, I think it got to like 80 something today. <sighs> Eat shit. <laughs> the the thing here though is that nobody has air conditioners. So that is hot for Seattle, I guess. Because you generally don't need them. Yeah. Like what's the hottest it it gets to when you're going to sleep? It it cools off pretty considerably when the sun goes down. Hmm. So, you know, we're usually looking at, like, the 60s. Oh, that sounds nice. You would like it. What are you trying to say? I know that you like to sleep in, in cooler weather. Are you, are you saying that we should finally be doing this podcast together after three episodes? Yeah, I think it's time. Oh, I'm, waiting for you to, I'm waiting three weeks for you to say that. Yo. The listeners have really been sending in a lot of, a lot of email Letting it be known that we should be recording in the same room. Oh, yeah. I meant to read some of that email. And what I mean by that is I meant to make up a bunch of fake emails so we can read them because we actually haven't published any of this yet and nobody can send us emails. Unless there's a time traveler. Oh, shit. So it's hot. (laughs) Josh is making his thinking face for the audience, by the way. Um, Or he saw a bird on the ceiling of his house. No, I was just... Trying to think about what a time traveler would write to us about. Uh, what was so pressing that they needed to risk a paradox. We need to make that band that really brings peace to Earth. Okay, like a Bill and Ted oh, shit. type of situation. I was going to actually explain the, the, the plot of Bill and Ted, hoping that you hadn't seen it. And so you would think that I was a genius. Again, we saw that together in the theater. In the theater? No. No, we saw uh, Bill and Ted's Bogus Journey together in the theater. Okay, that sounds about right. Yeah, I, I think the first film came out before we knew each other. Yeah, I think that was like a 
late 70s? Mm, early 70s, I think. It was like a contemporary taxi driver. So it's hot here. That's all I want to say. It's like, it's so goddamn hot. It's been mid-90s for like three weeks. No, no, since like late May. And it's humid. It's like thunderstorms every day. It's the worst. I'm washing clothes all the goddamn time because I'm sweating through them like a monster. If it makes you feel any better, um, out of solidarity, I'm sitting here with all the windows closed and the fan off just because I know, you know, Dennis is going to be hot, so I should probably do it, too. I don't think that's why you did it. I think you did it because if you open that goddamn window, we're going to hear every plane ever. Okay. Okay. I just, (laughs) I wanted you to think I was... Cool. Cool. (laughs) I do think you're cool. (laughs) You're so cool. Um... I have the ceiling fan on, and it's not adding a lot of noise, so something to think about. That's good. Let's give them something to think about. So it's hot. Uh, I hate everything. I walked around New York City, the big windy apple, yesterday. Just sweat all over the place. Oh. And what sucks is, you know, you know I'm an environmentalist. You know this. Don't make that fucking face. You know I'm Captain uh, Planet. Go ahead, but, Captain Planet. Yo, I gotta have me some air conditioning. It's the only way I can live through this. Man, when I was younger, I didn't care about that shit. Yeah, it was like cool to be outside in the summertime because you didn't care. Like when I first moved to Philly, I lived up in like a third story bedroom and I would ride my bike home from work at night and it'd be so hot that I would just have to lay in front of a fan for a half hour but like that would be yeah but i remember i don't know no i even though even then i made sure i was like one of the few people that i knew who like i made sure i had an air conditioner in in my bedroom i didn't give a shit yeah i thought you meant like when we were real young you don't even think about heat but i'm also like hundreds of pounds well no that's true i was when i was like 10 at least 100 i do remember the first time that I, i i felt really hot is that a weird thing to say? Yeah, totally. I want to hear this, though. Like, like unbearably hot. It was like a, a summer night. I was maybe like seven or eight years old. And I remember we had this like ugly green couch uh, that was kind of the back was kind of high and we had it mm. facing out. And I remember climbing up on top of that. It, you know, this is maybe like four feet high and just being up there and being sweaty. And I was wearing my pajama pants and no shirt and just being like, it's so hot. I can't breathe. What's happening? And that was, like, my first experience of adult heat, I think. I remember three summers ago when I decided that I couldn't walk around without carrying some sort of uh, rag or, you know, like a handkerchief uh, purposely yeah. to wipe sweat away. That's, That's when it got look, to be though. too hot. Mm-hmm. Taking out my handkerchief like a southern gentleman to wipe, wipe my brow. I like the classic, yeah, just a- like small white towel just over your shoulder. And that was a pretty common thing in Philly, I remember. Uh, continues yeah. to be. And, and that makes sense. I worked, with, I worked with the gentleman who carried around a rag. And we worked in a professional establishment. And he carried around a rag to put on his head. <laughs> and he put, would just like put it on his head sometimes. That was kind of nasty, because once I moved the rag, Ugh. and I didn't realize what it was until... Yeah, I was really... 
was really you know good. what I was just thinking about? One of my other all-time favorite Philadelphia uh, summertime looks was that dude who you see out in public not wearing a shirt, but he just like doesn't have a shirt with him. It's not like he took the shirt off and stuck it in his pocket. Like, yeah, I, I always like that. Like that's such a such a commitment to a look. You know, like you leave the house, you're like, okay. This is what I'm doing today. I'm walking around without a shirt. I'm not going into any establishment that's going to bar me entry for not wearing a shirt. Like, this is just what I'm doing. Yeah, because then, you know, like, you're changing your plans based on not having yeah, a shirt. like, that's, you, you made that decision. You're committing to it. It's more important to me to not wear a shirt than to do anything else, so. I could never do that. I mean, partially because I, I have a horrible body and I'm disgusted by it. But also because that's just I don't know I like to do things like I like to go into stores that that have all kinds of things on them that say no shirt no shoes no service I like you know I I like having options I'll just leave it at that yeah also I I don't know there's too many guys walking around like really taking that like I don't have to wear a shirt and I can get away with it kind of privilege way too far in Philadelphia all ripped and shit no. No, <laughs> not exactly. I know, I know. Just not thinking about it as much as I do. Yeah, and you're just you're um, just jealous because they don't care. Yeah. Oh. Oh. Absolutely. Okay. I mean, they're 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 probably horrible people, but I'm still kind of <laughs> jealous that they don't care. Like, yeah, you're a piece of shit, but look at you. You're confident as a motherfucker. I think the guys that carry the shirts around in their pockets, just in case they get to one of those stores, and then they had to put it on. Now, I've done that before. There have been, like, a couple of occasions where I was that hot, but I don't think it was really, like, as public a thing. And it was also maybe when I was a little more trim, and I didn't feel embarrassed about my rashy torso. Aww. <laughs> it's okay. Everybody's got a rash. Uh, speaking of rashes... This is a great segue, man. I stuck it. <laughs> okay. I mentioned last episode, uh, Creep Show, and the lonely death of Jordy Verrill. And I uh-huh. totally forgot to mention that that was the day that George Romero passed away. Yeah, man. That, that kind of hit me harder than a lot of the other celebrity deaths that have happened lately. Just because I, I think Romero was very important to who I am as a horror fan. You know, I'm a very big horror nerd, and I was thinking about it, and we used to watch Dawn of the Dead. I, th- I I feel like every Friday night, we would go over to your house, because I feel like your parents weren't home. Is that... Maybe? I feel like at that time, they weren't around for some reason. Like, a lot of the memories I have going over to your house to hang out, specifically because your parents weren't home. Not that we were doing anything weird. Not weird, like doing anything illicit or anything that parents wouldn't what? approve of. What? No. <laughs> what? What? No. No. Uh, too much soda. Yeah. Lots huh? of soda. Watch out for these and guys. barbecue chips. Too many sweets. <laughs> oh. Love barbecue chips. Yeah, maybe they used to go out a bunch. I don't know. Or they would just like kind of like hide up in the room and let me kind of hang yeah. out with people. But it granted us the opportunity to watch Dawn of the Dead over and over again. So that, that's an important memory that I have. And I, I think because of it, I've always felt very close to George Romero's body of work. At least his earlier stuff, you know, his later stuff. I kind of am not as into, but he did so well with the, the handful of movies that he made early on that he could do whatever he wanted afterwards. Didn't matter. Good for him. Yep. Night of the Living Dead, great movie. Dawn of the Dead, great movie. 
Day of the Dead. I th- I, I think that was. All I right. like it. I haven't seen. I'm. I, I just haven't seen it as much as in high school. I think we didn't like it for some reason. I think it's a little more slow. So I, I think it didn't wasn't conducive yeah. to the ways that we watched movies then, which was put it on and talk a lot and be goofy. Mm-hmm. Uh, but no, I love that film. Also a big fan of The Crazies. And also Martin is a very good film, too. I've been thinking about watching that this week. And yeah, he, the Creep Show is a classic. Halloween. Another great one. This is a good bit. I like where this is going. Say some other movies that he would make. <laughs> um... Uh, clear and present danger. I don't know why that movie came to my mind. <laughs> and Indiana Jones. All George Romero films. Classics. Genre I, defining. I can't wait until the next Indiana Can Jones it comes now? out. Can it now? What's that? The George Romero has passed. <laughs> he didn't really drag Indiana Jones. I was joking. Okay. I think after we're done recording this, we need to have a little workshop on signaling when we're doing a bit or not to each other. Oh, like, okay. Like a hand gesture right. or something. Yeah. You were real tiny in the corner, so what's that? What's the... <laughs> You're going to do a fucking couple three stooges little things over there? <laughs> yeah. Perfect. Uh, now you know, I know. You know what I think will really get the listeners hooked is I, I think if we do an episode about the three stooges, entirely about the three stooges someday. Uh, Which we could yeah. do, but I don't think that would be as popular. Okay. <laughs> email us. Um, what's our email address? Josh and Dennis at gmail.com. Thank you. Oh, thank you. You remembered. And let us know if you want to hear a podcast where we go through each episode of The Three Stooges and all the movies and break them down talk about them spin off that podcast i bet there's something like that out there yeah i thought about doing one with 30 rock with some people you might know who are pretty obsessed with it sal and cat and and big jim are and uh there's already a couple 30 rock podcasts so i guarantee there's a three stooges podcast old nerds there's two things i love is three stooges and doing podcasts uh wait four things you love or two two things Mm, could four things would have been funny old nerds are you listening to me right now yeah no i was actually i'm sorry i was looking up to see if there are any other three stooges podcasts (laughs) okay i had a feeling what'd you find uh i didn't look long enough because then you called me out and i got confused and i realized i wasn't listening to you but there's a i don't know this just says three stooges Old time radio shows. I'm not fucking listening to that <laughs> shit. Sorry. <laughs> I just got really angry for no reason. I'll look it up later when we're not recording. So, God yeah, there's it. another thing I wanted to talk about in this episode. And here, here's the thing. We discussed it a little bit beforehand. Maybe I, I think our goal with this podcast is to be a little on the funnier side, maybe a little comedic. But there's kind of a serious thing I did want to talk about this week. And that was just the suicide of the Lincoln Park frontman Chester Bennington. I've, I have I mentioned at, at the top of the episode that I'm alone this weekend, and I've been thinking about a lot of stuff, which I tend to do when I'm by myself. And I've, I've, just, I've been thinking about this situation, and it's, 
interesting to me because I would say, you know, Lincoln, Lincoln Park has been kind of the butt of jokes for us for many years because it's not our thing, you know, but that's that's really irrelevant to anything because the music that I listened to when I was 15, I'm sure was awful to other people. I mean, I'm talking like late era suicidal tendencies is I'm sure just as corny as I find Lincoln Park to be uh, just, you know, because that was important to me when I was a kid. I don't see it that way. But, you know, I'm not 100% sure where I wanted to go with this. I just wanted to talk, just touch on the fact that there are people living with mental illness out there. And this is not an uncommon thing. This is not an uncommon way for that to end. People who are on the surface seem like they're doing well. You know, they're rich as hell. They are a part of something successful. They have families and stuff and this still happens and i mean this is not an uncommon thing this has happened you know just happened with chris cornell not too long ago and i guess i want people to see mental illness and just pay attention to it and don't judge like that's that's the thing i I think the thing that really has me wanting to talk about this is that you know I've, i've looked at a few articles here and there and just looking at the comment section which is my my first problem right there but you know there's always that person yeah please don't ever you know anytime someone famous has committed suicide there's always that person what a coward you know what he took the cowardly way out and just shut up with that like that's you don't know what someone who has been pushed to that point is going through and yeah i mean just have some empathy you know like understand that people are living different lives than you And you can't possibly understand the millions of factors that are going into their lives that are affecting them unless you ask and talk about it with them. Don't just sit on the outside and judge. And also, this is also another thing is, you know, if you are experiencing mental illness and you are considering suicide, talk about it with someone, you know, bring it up to somebody. And, you know, there is a lot of shame and stigma because there are assholes out there who are going to say, you're a coward. You, you're stupid if you choose to do this. But screw them and talk to somebody. And I, you know, I'm somebody that has dealt with very serious depression at various points in my life. And I, you know, I contemplated suicide a lot uh, for like some of my darker periods. And you know, what the reason I was contemplating it at the time was because I felt like there was never going to be an end to it. I felt like I was trapped, and this was going to be the static condition I was in for the rest of my life. And I'm not there anymore. I got through it. I worked hard at it. And I've experienced wonderful things since then. So it'll it'll get better. Talk to somebody. And this is a very unfunny thing for a comedy podcast, but I just felt like I needed to talk about it because it's been on my mind. And this is going to happen from time to time. We're going to get serious. Deal with it. Yeah. I mean, this is a, you know, natural... (laughs) <laughs> we've argued a couple times before this is our natural conversation so it usually goes like this yeah but well a couple points about that a i was kind of shocked that he did that being that he sang at chris cornell's yeah funeral. apparently they were friends yeah yeah so i was just like oh man that's fucking like i was def- i was seriously like oh that's really that sucks not i mean you know that was like that was sad that that, that happened but yeah you know and there was that there's this whole it's been going on for years, this whole, like, you know, it gets better campaign. God, it really does. I think about, like, how shitty high school was and how shitty some of the people we went to high school were. And uh, it's, like, 
so much better now that you just don't you can kind of pick and choose who you're around for uh, some part of your life and it's a yeah, lot man better. The, there's i just i wish i could send like a message in a bottle to young josh you know at so many different points in my life just to be like dog hang in there like it's cool you know i i got through it but i just wish i had some kind of encouragement to say stuff's gonna get better you're gonna be sitting here recording a podcast with dennis you don't know what a podcast is but you're gonna be having a good time doing it oh shit you're the time traveler Ooh. okay i just need to figure out earlier in in the episode yeah if you remember maybe i will be sending myself a message saying to not do the podcast wait why would you do that because <laughs> what the f- why are you planning these ideas into your future self you know what it is i'm gonna dig a little too deep in josh's spooky stories what, what are we calling it <laughs> i think josh's spooky stories is good <laughs> josh's spooky stuff corner uh one of these days i'm gonna uncover some dirt and it's gonna really mess things up josh it's me you old josh don't do this oh old josh is gonna sound like he gargled with some broken glass huh or older josh i guess yeah yep that's usually how our conversations about depression and suicide go (laughs) dumb jokes Uh, but yeah I i think we're both people that have dealt with heavy shit in our lives and i think that's also an important thing is you, you have to laugh about this stuff and joke about it when you reach this point where everything is awful sometimes laughing about it is the only way you can hang on if just by a thread but you know making dumb jokes like i remember after my father died i was in a really dark place and dennis and i made awful awful jokes about my dad being dead like in front of people and on the surface that looked terrible but you know that was a way i coped you know and it was it was so monumentally helpful for me that I had this person who's willing to engage in this shit that was therapeutic in its own weird fucked up way. And then years later we rehashed some of those jokes when my dad died. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) We're not terrible people. This is how we get by. Uh, I think it's fine. So yeah, I think that's going to do it for us for this episode. Episode two. And on a bit of a, a, a dour note, but serious, and it's good to have serious conversations every once in a while, because, you know, it makes the funnier stuff a little mm, worth it. Yeah. Right? We're not specifically here to be funny. I think we, well, I hope we are funny to people, but... We just, na- we just naturally yeah, are. Yeah, I, I think our point uh-huh. behind this podcast is just to capture who we are a little bit and share that. And also have cats climb all over your shit, knock everything over. Pardon me. That that cat is not getting a bit of this of this pie. Okay, I'm just gonna say that right now. She wants in. She was also digging in the litter box earlier, which I don't know if you guys at home <sighs> heard that. For treats. <sighs> On that note, hey, thanks again for listening to uh, Best Friend Simulator. Yeah, to think Josh. about it for a second, didn't you? <laughs> Yeah, I forgot. I forgot we were doing a podcast. It was just so natural. Uh, Hey, Josh, have a good day. Hey, Dennis. You too. Thanks for listening to another episode of Best Friend Simulator. Send us an email at joshanddennis at gmail.com. That's Dennis with one N. 
Find us on Facebook and Instagram at Best Friend Simulator. And thanks to Alan for the theme music. Listen to his podcast, Werewolf Ambulance, and Marveling at Marvel's Marvels. Also, thanks to Justin for the artwork. See more of his stuff at burntobuild.com. That's all the time we have for this outro. Bye. Bye.